0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Masaro Method. I am thrilled today to be welcoming former astronaut, U.S. astronaut, Scott Kelly. So this is, oh, I mean, like almost a dream come true. And, and, and Scott, man, I, I hope that sometime you're able to come on and we'll just talk about space you know i mean that would be the the best case scenario and obviously i mean to me personally and i think to a lot of people in dc you know we want to stop these wars and fight tyranny in order to enable scientific progress and space exploration and make that the absolute thrust of the U.S. government. I mean, I am personally fascinated with it. I'm sad to say, though, that is not what we're here to talk about today. We're actually here to talk about your incredible support for Ukrainian independence and Ukrainian victory. And we're talking today on an extremely, we're recording this on an extremely exciting day, uh, when the president has just visited Kyiv. We're in the week, so this Friday will be a year of Ukrainian defense. And you have been there since day one, really supportive of Ukrainian independence. And I mean, first things first, thank you so much for being so outspoken um, in support of Ukraine.
1: Well, thanks for having me, Paul. It's a very important topic uh, to me uh, for a number of reasons. And uh, I think, you know, my feeling is I need to do whatever I can to help, um, you know, expedite the end of this because innocent people are are dying and democracy is under attack uh, so uh, you know whatever I can do is what I've tried to do since since the beginning
0: well and you've done a lot right so I, I mean I want to I want to get into this uh, first things first as usual p- please share comment like subscribe get these videos seen and keep the channel growing so Scott you, visited Kyiv. Is that right? I mean, you, you've actually, you visited, you visited Ukraine. So tell us about your impressions from going to wartime Ukraine.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I went at the, uh, at the invitation of uh, United 24, which is President mm. Zelensky's uh, fundraiser. And um, the way I describe it is it is the fifth most uh, meaningful and inspirational trip I've ever had in my life. And that is only because I've flown in space four times, <laughs> had, it, had it not been for that. It would have been the most incredible, but, uh, it was a, uh, a, a decision, uh, that was really easy for me to make. Um, it, it's not like I have a desire to fly into a war zone, but I do have a strong desire to support the people of Ukraine and call attention to the issue and their needs, uh, as much as I I possibly could. So I thought, you know, the calculus there made sense for me uh, to go and uh, got on the same train probably that that President Biden was on today or last night. Yeah. Those train guys, I don't know if you've met them, but they are an impressive group, uh, especially their, their leader, who I now follow on Twitter. And he's an incredible guy who runs that whole railroad system and he, keeps the country moving. He's
0: a legend. Yeah. yeah. He keeps everything running on time, even as they are being invaded yeah. by this world's second largest army.
1: Yeah. But the, uh, you know, the train ride was, I guess uh, it was over 12 hours. We stopped a few times for a number of reasons, probably in, in peacetime. It would probably take half the amount of time um, to go from the, the border of Poland to Kiev. And then once I got there, I, it was early morning, I saw, uh, you know, s- some of the damage that Russia has inflicted upon, you know, the central Kiev area, you know, buildings that were destroyed, uh, places where people lost their lives. And then, uh, you know, that day I went to um, the main children's hospital in Kyiv, uh, Akhmatit. It's name, it's called, yeah. it's an acronym. I don't know exactly what it stands for. Probably Maine Children's Hospital. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, that was, uh, you know, it's always hard to see kids that are um, oh, impacted by, by war, but also inspiring in some way because you can see the resilience in children despite, um, you know, their horrific injuries and the, um, you know, how absolutely terrified. I met this one girl that not only was she fighting to to save her leg, but she was also uh, had lost her mom, her only parent, uh, in the same attack. So, um but the uh, you know the the medical uh, personnel and the administrative personnel that were treating these kids now live in the hospital with them, uh, so they can work basically whenever they're awake, um, uh, you know. And and they were incredibly inspiring as well. Uh, went to, your uh, um, pin, and uh, Bucha and saw the devastation there. Both uh, you know devastation to the infrastructure but also uh, the of course more importantly the devastation Russian inflicted on innocent civilians by murdering them and torturing them and throwing them into mass graves so uh, to see uh, with your own eyes the uh, evidence of war crime was uh, you know for me just really made me wanna you know ratchet up you know my support for whatever I can do and then um, you know, of course, the highlight of the trip was going to see and meet and uh, see President Zelensky. Um, yeah,
0: he's an, he's an impressive guy. I'll tell you what,
1: very impressive. I, I was surprised. You know, I, I I figured he would be. You know, he's democratically elected president of a of a country, but uh, to see him in person and to experience his uh, charisma, his his confidence, yeah. his leadership. Um, yeah, probably one of the most impressive people I've met in my entire life and I've met a lot of people.
0: Yeah, that's that's really saying something Scott. You've met some very very serious people too. Great mm-hmm. scientists and leaders um and warriors. Yeah. So one of the one of the really kind of major ways and in and, and points of your advocacy has been in sustaining starlink support which again i think is is you know i i've followed your advocacy on this uh, been a huge fan lots of retweets and likes and whatever else um we we talk about it over here in dc um and of course you're in a particularly powerful spot to be advocating this as someone that knows a thing or two about space and satellites and 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 geo positioning and all that and all that kind of stuff um so i was wondering if you could just comment uh on how you view what is this curious the curious case of elon musk i mean what what is what has happened here that this individual has gone from what seemed like a really fervent supporter or at least someone that wanted to sell his product i mean you know uh but 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 started out very much on the side of ukraine and has since made some very odd comments and, and and strange commentary and it seems to i there's there's strong evidence that he is that he is throttling um the ability of Ukraine to utilize Starlink as he said he would.
1: Mhm. Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, I've heard and read uh you know first and second you know first person accounts of of the uh, the impact um, the uh, alleged, I guess, throttling that he said he was going to do is actually having and it is, uh, it's is—it's not insignificant. I actually talked to a paramedic uh, American um, that is volunteering on the front lines and uh, she uh, was telling us, um, the, myself and the interviewer I was on another uh, channel with, that uh the impact of throttling starlink like elon claims he's doing for to limit its offensive capability which we can go into in a second which i disagree with um but it also affects their humanitarian aid and that that's how the, they're able to communicate with their leadership and they'll go out on a on a call to go rescue someone whether it's civilian or, or a military person you know a civilian that was injured Um, by the by the Russians and if they can't find the person they have no way to figure out like where to go next and they wind up sitting exposed at a higher level of danger because they've lost their ability to communicate in some cases not all cases but this this is actually happening for real um you know Starlink is also used for uh for to correct uh, artillery um strikes so in other words to make them more accurate which means you are able to um you know target the enemy versus potential collateral damage and right. in my mind that is not escalatory that's de-escalatory when you yes. can have a more precise military um then uh, the the uh, The odds of escalation, I think, are reduced. Uh, You know, not to mention that Ukraine is defending themselves on their own territory from an attack of another nation. It's not like Ukraine's using Starlink to target the Kremlin. I mean, that's not going to happen. This is used on their own land to defend their own people from a murderous dictator that not only is attacking their military but attacking their civilian population and committing genocide. I don't see how anyone can come to the conclusion that having that capability is escalatory. It's absolutely absurd to me. Um, You know, I know there's speculation out there on why Elon is doing this. I'm not going to get into that because I think it's all speculation. It is his company. Of course, it is his right to do this. But I think it's it's, uh, you know, probably one of the worst decisions that he has probably ever made in his life.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I I, I, I hope and I mean, it, it's frustrating that that's what we can do is hope and pray and pressure and try to encourage and try to explain. But I agree. I mean, yeah. it's it, it really seems like to, 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 to call it the worst decision in his life. I mean, yeah, it's something he will live with. For the rest of time
1: yeah. <laughs> you know i mean, not to I, mention not to mention paul the fact that they were using this capability for months and then yes. they when when it's uh, probably one of the most critical times maybe you could argue the beginning was more critical than now but we're in a situation where you know we got you know the russian army is back on their heels and what's going to be necessary is a, i think just a decisive victory over them and to Basically, pull the rug, I think, is probably a good description out from under the Ukrainians with regards to their use of um, of Starlink at this time is, is really, really hard to understand.
0: I mean, yes, it, it is extremely hard. I mean, I, I have to say, though, it doesn't it. It looks like he's not going to reconsider. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, I have enough, I have received no indication Um, so, I mean, I, I wonder in your knowledge of this space, are there alternatives to Starlink? Is there, is there some way around Elon if it comes to that?
1: You know, I, I think there are, there are alternatives, but they're not as easy. You know, they're going to take longer to implement. Um, I don't know exactly what they are, but I do understand there are alternative means, you know, of course, the U S government probably has a pretty strong, um, I don't know what you would call it, you know, hammer over this issue if they wanted to. Um, And that's the Defense Production Act, I believe, that they could just invoke that and say, well, here's how you're going to use it. But I don't don't think they're there yet and want to do that. Um, My understanding is he was uh, the he was uh, officially uh, contacted and talked to about and encouraged to turn this back on. Uh, The system back on to its full capability, but I don't know what the outcome of that is.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it, if it, in a sense, if it goes quiet, we're probably in a good spot. Mm. You know, I mean, I I, that if 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 Elon's not saying anything, (laughs) and if there's no evidence of it, then we're probably back to where we need to be. I mean, my my understanding, and I mean, you're 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 this case of the medic, um, as you say, but 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 in in artillery uh, targeting, but I mean, just everything. I mean, I understand that Starlink has has, has been very important to the ability of, uh, Ukraine to defend itself and to liberate its yeah. occupied territory. So, I mean, yeah, it's, I, mean, just, I mean, just, it's how they're it sending, up. it's how they're
1: sending like that drone footage back to their Intel and leadership to say, hey, what should Reconnaissance,
0: we do? About yeah. Everything's
1: if I'll tell you what I'll say it here publicly, if Elon wants to go to Ukraine and even go to the to the near the front lines, as close as we could probably safely get and meet with President Zelensky, all that, I'd be happy to go with him. And show there him- you There and you
0: go. There you go, here's the offer. Here is Elon, why Elon,
1: you need to change your policy.
0: There's, there's the offer. He'll go with you. You yeah. know, Elon, please take the offer. I know you watch the show. So.
1: And then we so can talk please. about, we can also talk about flying in space. And I wanna see Elon fly in space. Right about this, and he doesn't seem interested. I don't understand he, it. Like
0: Elon supposedly has an interest in space, right? I mean, yeah, he, you built he, your own he,
1: rocket. I want to see you fly on it.
0: Right, right. He sure does talk about it all the time. Yeah. You know? I'm actually,
1: I'm actually a fan of Elon from the point of view of his, you know, him being a visionary, an engineer, technologist. I often would say, you know, I hope. I think he will go down as the um, the Thomas Edison of our time, and my hope is it doesn't go with an asterisk along with it, but dot 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 and.
0: Uh, I, I know, I know. I mean, it's been it's 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 one of those aspects of this last year that has been very very disappointing because I definitely pre February of 2022 I was a Elon fan. I mean I I you know I I don't I don't talk about it publicly all that often anymore because the guy's you know taken such a strange position on this but absolutely. I mean I'm a huge admirer of what he's been mm-hmm. able to c- accomplish from an engineering perspective and I'd, that should be his legacy. Yeah. <laughs> you know um so it's it's a real shame. So Scott switching gears a little bit. I wanted to talk with you about your um relationship with with Russia and with Roscosmos and uh, the, the head of Roscosmos Ragozin, who, who I understand you had words with shortly after the beginning of the invasion, could you talk at all about your relationship with Ragozin? I mean i mean you've, you've obviously i mean unlike many worked actually very collegially with a number of different Russian um, cosmonauts and with Roscosmos, and uh, very interested in your opinions on this topic
1: yeah. The way President Zelensky described it was he liked how I um, trolled Rogoz, or actually said, trolled a Russian propagandist into into oblivion. Um, (laughs) And I would say, I I don't like the word trolling. I I would prefer like social media warrior.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 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 definitely. Information combat.
1: Yeah, so right from the very beginning, I was very uh, vocal about this war because. You know, for a number of reasons. I have, uh, you know, Ukrainian-American family members. I have Ukrainian friends. I have Russian friends. You know, some of those friends are suffering due to this as well. I I talked to some Russian friends recently that were absolutely distraught over this and, you know, trying to basically escape the country. But it being really hard because uh, of the ability to, you know, as an example, they said they couldn't take rubles. Out of the country, they could take them out of the country, but then no bank would accept them. So they have to, you know, deal in cash, um, which I find odd that countries would have this policy because draining Russia of money is just another way to put pressure on them, even yep. cash. So, but you know, right from the very beginning, I was a, a strong advocate because of those reasons. I believe in democracy and uh, and freedom uh, more than anything else because as soon as we lose that. You know, we have nothing. I cannot imagine living in a country where I did not have the right to say or do what I please, obviously, within some limits of reasonable law. And, uh, and in my opinion, uh, Ukraine defending themselves um, and their sovereignty against Russia is also defending the rest of the, the free world indirectly, of course. Um, and that's why we need to keep this uh, as short as possible. To have a decisive victory, I think the longer we let it drag out, it will it will uh, fester, and that's when it escalates. Um, so, yeah, President—well, uh, getting back to where it goes. And so the reason I uh, engaged with him um, is because he threatened to leave an American crew member on the International Space Station. And it was his wow. responsibility to bring that person home. Mm-hmm. Um and you know the space station is was built to demonstrate you know the ability to work together in a peaceful way with even a country like Russia that we're sometimes at odds with, uh, and I knew NASA wasn't going to say anything about it because it's you know that's them sticking their toe into foreign policy, I guess. But I felt as a private citizen and a person with a with a platform of uh, five million Twitter followers. Um, that and some of those people are in Russia too. Uh, that I had the um, I needed to just speak out about it, so I called Rogozin out on Twitter in a way that I knew would get his attention, which is by being um, really kind of rude to him with regards to his uh, you know, how I referred to him. Um, his name I kind of used what's called a diminutive of his first name that has some negative connotations. And, um, uh,
0: do you do you speak Russian?
1: I speak some and yeah. I tweet in Russian. My Russian tweeting is better than my Russian speaking <laughs> only because I, only because I get some help.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha.
1: But apparently my tweets in Russian sound like someone, someone told me, it sounds like you're like, your grammar is like Pushkin, but you speak like a, a Navy sailor. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, perfect.
0: Ooh, that's that's exactly what you're going for.
1: <laughs> that was exactly what I wanted. So. Um yeah, so I tweeted at him a few times, told him, you know, maybe he could get a job at McDonald's if it still exists there and all that stuff and eventually he just went silent on uh, on Twitter and then got his ass blown up in uh in Ukraine, literally got his ass blown up, apparently. Yeah. Haven't heard much from him since, but uh you know, that was not my goal to have him go to Ukraine and get his ass blown up, but I just really wanted him to 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 see that you know the stuff he was saying advocating nuclear war i mean these guys like i i I read and watch a lot of russian tv um these propagandists and they talk about nuclear war as if they're the only ones that have nuclear weapons yeah. I mean, are they stupid or crazy? It's got to be one or the other, right?
0: Well, well, that's always, for me, been the bottom line of the, you know, I mean, there's been a lot of fear and hand-wringing about escalation, right? And, I yeah. mean, the worry of, I mean, that's what Russia wants you to do. They want to they mm-hmm. make you scared. They want to make you think they're going to, but, I mean, it's not. Javelins or Bradleys or Patriots—that's going to cause Russia to use to not use nuclear weapons or to use nuclear weapons. It's our nuclear weapons. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's what deterrence are. You know, I mean they're not going to use them because we got them too.
1: Yeah, you know? I mean it would, um, it would it would be a suicide move on their part. I mean that's so
0: totally, totally. But I mean it's it it is it is a demonstration of extreme irresponsibility. Yeah, the way that that you had individuals like Rogozin, you still have. Yeah. You know, Duma MPs and Putin himself and others who regularly threaten the world with nuclear annihilation.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and and I mean there you, you really have to wonder what the the yeah. future of Russian um, of the Russian nuclear arsenal is when they make these kinds of threats so regularly. I mean, can we really be on a planet where we have this country that's constantly threatening to annihilate the entire species you know yeah.
1: yeah right it's uh very irresponsible and uh hopefully you know the russian people at some point will find i mean I, so some of the russians i know are on the same side of this as i am with one exception and that they're embarrassed for their country um And then others are completely brainwashed. I mean, actually, it's so, so sad to see how you can just, you you know, by systematically uh, feeding people wrong information over long periods of time, you can um, convince them of things that uh, a normal person would just find absolutely uh, incredible and and not believable, but They've successfully done that. But but my hope is at some point, the Russians, Russian people will recognize that their future does not lie with Putin and his oligarchy and his kleptocracy, but in some form of um, democracy. Um, unfortunately, it's going to be painful for them to get there. And uh, but.
0: Well, I, yeah, it's going to be yeah. it's going to be very painful, I think. Mm-hmm. and And particularly now, you know, I mean, I think the best. The best chance for that was in the '90s, you know, yeah. something like that. And and now I think Russia may face down a long-term isolation. I mean, it's just hard to say where this going to go. I mean, Ukrainian victory first, you yeah. know, that that's yeah. that's got to be the 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 precursor for anything else. I also wanted to ask you. So you you received a medal from Medvedev. Was that when he was president yeah. that he, you received yeah. that medal?
1: Yeah.
0: And you returned. You decided to return that.
1: Yes, I, I sent it back. Uh, I didn't want to have a medal from Russia sitting in my house or I didn't want it publicly known that I had gotten an award from their government because uh, it's the same government I mean Medvedev he's he's as big of a kook as you'll find over there now he used to be like seemed to be like a voice of reason you know kind of like a, somewhat of a counter to Putin um, but somehow he's lost his mind too so yeah I sent it back to him and I told him to uh, give it to a uh, uh, give that medal to a Russian mother whose son was killed in this unjust and uh, criminal war.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's a good move, Scott. I'll yeah. tell you. So, hey, let, me, let me ask hey. you a
1: question, Paul. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Have you been banned from Russia? Yes. I've been trying so damn hard to get on that list. Like, uh, not really, but. Yeah, they didn't you on like, the as, list. Almost jokingly. No, I'm not. But here's what I, I here's what I. I got th-
0: a guy, Scott. I'll, I'll
1: <laughs> Here, but here's what I think is happening. Here's what I think happened. So they banned my brother, who's a U.S. senator from Arizona. Junior U.S. senator from Arizona. He got banned with a bunch of other senators. I think they might just think they've already banned me.
0: But, yeah, well, you do look look alike, right? You
1: look alike <laughs> with same last name, same birth date. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of similarities. So I think it's just another example of their incompetence that they banned my brother and haven't banned me yet because, man, I've tried everything I can do to advocate for Ukraine and I still haven't been banned. And it's Yeah. Kind of, I, I mean, my I, brother I, and I are always in a little bit of a unspoken competition and now he's been banned and I'm not. I, I've raised almost a million dollars for Ukraine.
0: You're right. We need to we need to start a campaign here. Ban, ban Scott S- Kelly from Russia. <laughs> you know, ban hashtag ban Scott Kelly from Russia. You know, Please. get him get him on the ban list.
1: My brother yes. gives me crap over it.
0: Yeah. No, we can actually we can make doesn't. this happen. I'm we can kidding. make he this happen. We got a lot of good Ukrainians. You know, mm-hmm. who can who can who can help to to make this happen. I you agree. Know? You know, it's a no. It's it's a it's it's me and actually a few. Colleagues of mine, and 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 of course you know the some others, but yeah, I mean it's a it's a great uh, it's a nice uh, marker of pride, right? It's, a, yeah, it's right? A, You know, it's it's nice it's nice to be banned from Russia. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> Got to get you on the list, Scott. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> today. Uh, great talking to you. Thank you so much for your advocacy and support of Ukraine. And as always, Slav Ukraina.
1: My pleasure, Paul. Thank you.
0: Yep. See you around.
1: There. Hey, uh...